everyone. Welcome to the Proverbs 31 Ministries podcast, where we share biblical truth for any girl in any season. I'm your host, Kaylee Olson, and today I'm so excited to be joined by a special surprise co-host, Melissa Taylor. Hi, Kaylee. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be on the show with you today. Yeah, so excited to have you here. For those of you who don't know, Melissa is the Senior Director of First Five and Online Bible Studies here at Proverbs 31, and she's one of my absolute favorite people. Melissa, how long have you been with Proverbs 31? I have been with the ministry as a volunteer. I started about 15 years ago, and I've been on staff for 11 years. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Right. That's so exciting. And you've seen the ministry grow by leaps and bounds. It blows my mind. Yes. It's insane. God has been so Mm -hmm. faithful. Yes. Well, for those of you who are joining us for the first time on the podcast, or maybe you've been listening for a while now, maybe you might have heard Melissa's teaching on, I'm not anxious, I'm calm. So this is not Melissa's first rodeo in the podcast world. We're excited to have her back. That's right. Well, I love being here before, and I'm excited to be here with you again and Mm -hmm. for today show. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the reasons we do this podcast is to expose our listeners to all the really amazing things we have going on here at Proverbs 31. And one of those things Melissa is very familiar with, and that's our free First Five mobile app. So I'm excited to let our listeners in on what we're going to talk about today, and that's actually the book of Proverbs. Melissa, do you want to introduce our teacher? I would love to. Today we have Karen McNary with us, who is our human resources manager here at Proverbs 31 Ministries, and she's also one of our first five writers as well. She keeps us on the straight and narrow path as a ministry, and she makes sure we're in compliance with the law, but also she is a totally and completely cool lady. Would you not agree with me? I would totally agree. Oh, my goodness. Welcome, Karen. Oh, welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. You're so sweet. You guys are easy to work with, so just so you know. Well, thank you. We love you. Okay, I'm going to do this because I think that this is so fun, and this is totally not in our script right now. But, Karen, whenever you came on staff, or it was like right after, you celebrated a birthday. Was it like a big one? What did you call your birthday? It was. Well, I turned 50, Uh and it was my year of Jubilee. Yes. I think that's so awesome. Yes. And what did you do? Well, let me just say, um, I took scripture out of context. I'll just say that. And I decided to celelebrate and reclaim my youth, which means I ate whatever I wanted. So I <laughs> that's amazing. So it was, I see it, I'm going to eat it. So, yes. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. See what kind of fun we have here. Around. It's, <laughs> Always. It's, it's great. We it's do. great. So we're so excited to give our podcast listeners a taste of what we're studying in the app. And so Karen is actually going to give a teaching that's very similar to the weekend teachings that we have every single weekend available in our first five app. And so, Karen, why don't you go ahead and dive into your teaching and let's see what you have to say. I'd be happy to. And as I thought about this teaching, um, Proverbs, the wisdom book, I wanted to to take a look at my library and see just how many books I had looking for advice. And I found a very old book on pregnancy. (laughs) I found one on parenting, sibling relationships, because I have three boys and boy, let me tell you. I found a very dusty book on eating, surprise there, (laughs) and exercise, and even one on stress. So I should have listened to you, Melissa, in your (laughs) podcast. So as I looked at each book, what I saw was like a theme. Uh, There was like a formula leading to like a quick fix. And if I'm honest, I can approach God's words that way for a quick Mm -hmm. fix. You may have heard it said, uh, a verse a day to keep the devil away. Right. And so if you notice, some of the Proverbs are short. Quipping, they can really read like Twitter blurbs if you right. think about it. Like, look at Proverbs 13.1. I'm going to read that for us. 
It says, a wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer doesn't listen to rebuke. So that's quick. And mm-hmm. Proverbs thirteen twenty one says, disaster pursues sinners, but the righteous are rewarded with good. So we can mm-hmm. read this, but it's important that we don't come to Proverbs like we may our social media feeds. Mm-hmm. Right? We want right. to approach Proverbs in the right way. So we're not just simply seeking to improve our lives, though if we do follow the principles in Proverbs, that will generally lead to a better life because it comes from the Lord. But more than anything, we want to be directed to the giver of wisdom himself. Mm. So I want to read what Jesus, who is the giver of wisdom, says about himself in, self in Matthew 12, verse 42. And I love his words. Listen to what he says. He says, the queen of the south will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom, and now something greater than Solomon is here. Mm -hmm. So the wisdom that we're talking about is a person, and his name is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so we see more about the wisdom of Jesus in Luke 2, verse 40. And it says, And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. And then Luke 2, verse 52 says, And Jesus increased in wisdom, and in stature, and in favor with God and man. So wise is what you and I become when we stay connected with him. Mm. So as I think about the wisdom in Proverbs uh, and the wisdom that I need, I wanted to unpack three areas. I wanted to talk about wisdom and the power of our words, Mm -hmm. wisdom in choosing friends, and then wisdom and having financial savvy. Mm. Okay, so words, friends, and, and financial savvy. Now, I want us to remember that Proverbs are principles rather than promises. And for example, one of the most common Proverbs is raise up a child in the way that they should go, and when they're older, they they won't depart from it. And so, yes, that is a principle, but if you've ever studied the kings of Israel, we know that being a godly parent is not a guarantee to having godly children. Mm -hmm. I mean, and let's think about Adam and Eve, who was more godly than God himself, right? right? Uh So it's, it's a principle but it's not a promise, okay? Right. But regardless of how our life ends when we follow Proverbs, we will meet Jesus through these sayings because all wisdom comes from him. Mm-hmm. So let's look at our words. And so can we agree, y'all, that words carry tremendous power? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So James 3, uh, 6 through 9 says, And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, standing the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people Mm. who are made in the likeness of God. If that's not convicting right there. Mm -hmm. So... Proverbs talks about the types of words that we, if you're wise, people shouldn't speak. And the first thing I want to talk about is a false witness. So Proverbs 14.5 says, a false witness doesn't lie, but a false witness breathes out lies. I'm sorry, a faithful witness doesn't lie, but a false witness <laughs> breathes go. out lies. <laughs> that makes a little okay. more sense. That yeah. makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> so when I think about a false witness, I think about a courtroom. You think mm-hmm. about someone lying in a courtroom, but I want us to consider this. What happens when, particularly as women, we say to ourselves or to other people, I'm so stupid for? Mm. 
dot, dot, dot. Right. Mm. Or what happens when you and I focus on our weaknesses rather than viewing ourselves from God's word, which mm-hmm. says in Psalms 133, 14, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we can be bearing false witness against ourselves uh, yes. by the words that we speak. Mm-hmm. That's so good, mm-hmm. Karen. And I think sometimes as women, I think that may be something that we struggle with more. And it yeah. can be the words we speak or the words that we think. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, yeah. right, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I think our, our words are reflections of our thoughts, our thoughts. Mm-hmm. right? So then careless words. There are so many proverbs that talk about how much we talk and when we talk. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you all, as a child— um, I got great grades, but always got in trouble for talking. So, of course, I'm in human resources, right? So, but uh, the words of wise women are timely and they're well thought out. I mean, listen to Proverbs 17:21, And it says, whoever restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is the man of understanding. And then 28 says, even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is seen, he is deemed intelligent. So clearly, Proverbs speaks to the wisdom in our words, careless or wise. Mm -hmm. And so I think when we're wise with our words, it looks like we weigh what we say carefully. We ponder what we're going to say because Mm -hmm. we're always thinking about the impact of our words. Uh, And I think this is hard to do because we're in the age of the immediate. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's microwave. It's, you know, a text message. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything is so quick. But if we need wisdom... We know that we just have to ask right? because yeah. it's a promise that he will give it to us right. generously. Mm-hmm. So we just have to ask for help. And right. again, I'm yeah. one of those that have to do that. So I'm <laughs> right. full transparency. Right. And so I can't leave our talk on words without talking about gossip. Okay. Karen? Bring it on, Karen. So I've kind of um, defined gossip as idle talk or rumors, especially about the private business of another. And it's also something that I'll call a respectable sin. And that's because most, if you are a Christian and been in any type of church setting, most of us know that gossip is a sin. But I think we tend to view it differently than others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not bad, bad enough to crucify from our own lives like we would adultery. Like mm-hmm. I would never come and say I'm struggling with adultery, but I may say I'm struggling with gossip. Right. You know, I mm-hmm. think we view it differently. Listen to what Proverbs 16.28 says about gossip. It says, A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. Mm -hmm. And so that can look like sharing prayer concerns. Mm -hmm. It can look like sharing personal tidbits about friends to other friends. And the reality is gossips are by nature dishonest. And I have to tell you, it's not just the person that says it. But the person that listens, right? Okay, it's both because we can choose not to listen to those types of words, right? And like you said, when you opened up, your words have so much power, mm-hmm. and so you could say, "Hey, I want to tell you something because I know you really care about Kaylee," mm-hmm. and so listen to what's going on. And Kaylee may not want that to be yeah. shared, right? And then there you go, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Would you Would you guys agree that that's unfortunately common? I oh, think yeah. So. yeah, very, very common. Even in, even in the faith world, it's right. common. Oh, yeah. But so do you I, know, I even, sorry to interrupt you, I even do when I know of something, especially if it is a burden mm-hmm. of someone's, I do have to think, because I'll think, oh, I know she would pray for her or mm-hmm. she would care, but then I have to, like, go that step ahead. Like you said something about mm-hmm. a wise woman, her words are well thought out. Right. Yes. Yes. I think I really do have to stop and think, mm-hmm. no, it's not your story to tell right now. Right. So 
you pray about it, Melissa. You right. don't need to tell someone else. Mm-hmm. You don't need help with this. She needs help with this. So let her yeah. do that her way. Yes. Yes. And I can appreciate how you wrestle with that because I had to ask myself, so what, what determines gossip from seeking help with some type of relational mm-hmm. conflict? I mean, mm-hmm. what does that look yeah. like? And so I feel like it's the heart motive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. are we seeking vindication? I'm just mad. You know, do I want someone on my side mm-hmm. or am I truly seeking reconciliation? Yes. Right. So I think if we can ask ourselves these things, right. then I think because, I mean, sometimes, you know, Scripture does tell us to seek wise counsel. So right. there are times that we want to share things, mm-hmm. but I think it's the heart. We've got to examine our hearts, our hearts. Yeah. so we know if we're gossiping or if we're, if we're really seeking help with this particular a conflict in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. A and we point. have to take the time. To check our hearts, too. You know, we can't immediately struggle with something and then reach out to our best friend and say, I just want to know that I'm in the clear here. Mm -hmm. Like, if we check our hearts, a lot of times I found this, too. I end up not reaching out to somebody because my heart was wrong about it. And so then it's just best that I don't say anything. (laughs) And the Lord, like, very clearly points that out. I don't do that perfectly all the time. There have been many, many times that I've done that wrong. But I have found, like, it takes time Mm -hmm. to really hear and just know Yes, you should seek counsel yeah. or no. Mm-hmm. Right. It does. It's such a, I just couldn't, couldn't leave the talk on words without gossip. So, so next I want to talk about friends. Um, and I also often tell my kids that there's a difference between being friendly and being friends. Mm-hmm. It's important that they know the difference in the, mm-hmm. these relationships because a wise woman is going to choose her friends well. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at Proverbs seventeen seven, and it says, A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. When I think about how I define friend, it's someone that I want to choose to give my heart to. Mm. Then when I think about love, you know, love, we say, I, you know, I love coffee and I, you know, mm-hmm. I love skiing. But what does Scripture say about love? Of course, 1 Corinthians 13, right. 4 through 7, you know, love is patient, it's right. kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, uh, rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. So Christ is the only person that can and empower us to love this way, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so as I think about friends, our friends really ought to deepen our relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and if we're believers, you know, our friends, we ought to have a lifestyle that's consistent with our profession. Right. You know, particularly if our friends are believers. Now, this doesn't say that we shouldn't be friends with a person that's struggling with sin, because obviously mm-hmm. we wouldn't be friends with anybody, right? Because <laughs> we are all struggling with sin. Um, But I think as we really look at our relationships, we have to ask ourselves, does this relationship cause me to flourish as a Christian Mm -hmm. or am I being diminished as a Christian? We Mm -hmm. have to examine that because when we are wise in our friendships, we're going to benefit spiritually Mm -hmm. from that. Um, Look at I'm going to read Proverbs 13, 20, and it says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but companion of the fool will suffer harm. Right. So it's been said that if you have two or three friends in a lifetime, you're lucky. But honestly, and I think that's that's true, even though I don't believe in luck, I'll say blessed. Um, But honestly, Jesus is the only friend who's ever going to love us perfectly at all Mm -hmm. times. Um, And this is the friendship that all wise women embrace Mm -hmm. first is that friendship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so I love John 15, 15, and he says, this is Jesus speaking, no longer do I call you servants. For the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Mm. Yes. Right? So that's that's one of my favorites. Is it? Oh, Mm -hmm. I just love that. So, again, so when we know that he's our friend, you know, we can handle the other friends in our lives. Right? right? When he's the friend. Right. The friend. 
So financial savvy. Uh, it's funny how God gave these things to me. <laughs> So I got to I know my issue with my words. Uh, <laughs> I'm relational by nature. So I guess he's saying, girl, get your money together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, just a reminder that Proverbs are principles, not promises. And so mm-hmm. we're not, this is not get rich quick. Right. But it is financial advice and it's still sound today. So Proverbs 14.23 says, in all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. So in summary, as a general rule, Proverbs tells us that hard work pays off, mm-hmm. but if not in earnings, then in learnings. Oh, I like that. Okay. Because, again, people who just talk about work um, may end up poor, you know, because there's value in, in, in working. And so I think a wise woman, a woman who's wise in our finances, understands the blessings of work, and that could be in or out of the home. Mm-hmm. Melissa, you and I were talking about the time that we had – in the home, working in the home. Right. Because I always say, if you are a stay-at-home mom, you work. You are working hard. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> right. And so you may not have financial um, earnings, but there are learnings. Right. There are learnings Absolutely. that are applied. So I just want to say that, again, I want to define work as not just for a check. Making because, that money. Exactly. Yes. So shout mm-hmm. out to our moms uh, and retirees who are not earning a check because you are still earning learnings. That's right. right. Yes. Right? Uh, and so... Proverbs thirteen eleven says, wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase. And as I thought about this proverb, I couldn't help but think about, uh, I saw a documentary years ago um, about lottery winners who go broke, right? So they get this, they get this haste, they get this windfall, uh, it's gained hastily, as Proverbs thirteen eleven says, and then it's gone. Right. And so savings prepares for tomorrow, mm-hmm. but... When you overspend, that presumes on tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so Proverbs teaches us that there is, there is um, worth in saving little by little mm-hmm. by little. So women who are wise financially, we don't engage in get-rich-quick schemes, and mm-hmm. we live under our means, and we save. Right? Yeah. Because, again, we even though tomorrow's not promised, if we are here tomorrow, we want to be prepared for right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to talk about Proverbs seventeen eighteen, um, and it says, "One who lacks sense gives a pledge and puts up security in the presence of his neighbor." I'll read that again. One who lacks sense gives a pledge and puts up security in the presence of his neighbor. Mm-hmm. So that Proverbs really can be applied to modern day co signing. You know, okay. co signing. Um, and the challenge with this is that we may be okay financially today. But tomorrow is another story. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know, James, 14, James 4, 13, 16 says, um, today or tomorrow we will go into such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Mm-hmm. So, again, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Right. So Proverbs really warns us about co-signing right yeah but we do want to be generous we can always look at uh, in acts chapter two at the, at the early church and see how they generously gave to people that were in, mm-hmm. that were in need so as i just think about those three bullets um there are so many there's so much need for wisdom in mm-hmm. my life and i'm assuming everyone yeah. out there yeah. and there are so many advice books uh but james 1 5 says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Mm-hmm. And so we have the best place to meet, to mm-hmm. start, mm-hmm. and that's meeting Jesus in the Proverbs. Yeah. yeah. 
You're wow. hitting some of my favorite verses yes. today. James 1, 5 is another one. In fact, that's one of, um, as an adult, when I really started uh-huh. reading the Bible less for memorization for Sunday school class mm-hmm. like I did when I was a yes. child and for myself, James 1, 5, like that was one of the first ones mm-hmm. that I committed to memory because yeah. I wanted to uh-huh. and love it because it was like, why don't you ask God for that wisdom? Yeah. It says yeah. right here, he's mm-hmm. going to give it to yes. you. That you know? verse is on yeah. a very dirty yellow sticky note on my refrigerator. <laughs> and it's been there for about two yeah. years because I just have to keep it there. And every time I see it, it's just that yeah. reminder for right. me. Yeah. But Karen, I love something that you said at the very beginning of your teaching where you said something along the lines of this isn't perfect, but you said wisdom isn't bound to Proverbs. Like so often we go to Proverbs for wisdom, Mm -hmm. but you said like Jesus is the source of wisdom. Like he is wisdom. And I love that in this, what, you know, maybe 15 minutes that we've Mm -hmm. been sitting here talking, you hopped through Acts, John, Matthew, 1 John, James, like all over and proved to everybody that Jesus is wisdom. So like we can go to the Proverbs to understand the principles of life and the things that can apply to our situation, you know, and what we need from the Lord. But we don't have to just stop in Proverbs. Right. It's not a one-stop right. shop. But what you were talking about whenever you said um, you were in the friends section of your teaching, mm-hmm. you said our friendship with Jesus has to come first because he's the friend who's never going to leave us, you mm-hmm. know, and he's going to see us through all of our ups and downs and all of our growth opportunities and wisdom to me. And I'm learning that and I'm still young and still learning what this looks like. But wisdom doesn't always come whenever I sit and I just read. I have to take it and apply it and, right. and, and ask myself in every situation that I go through, what am I learning from this? Right. You know, like, what is God teaching me from this? Because he's not just on the pages right. of Scripture right. either. Like, right. he's in my heart. And so it's just this really incredible concept that I love so much um, that he's just with us right. all the time. That is right. And, you know, you may have a few friends who will stick with you through anything, mm-hmm. whether you're behaving, misbehaving, mm-hmm. whatever. But not all of them will stick with you through right. everything. Mm-hmm. Jesus will stick with you right. through mm-hmm. everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And sometimes yeah. I wonder if that's not intentional. Because right. if, if if everyone gave us what we wanted right. or they were like, I'm here for you, would right. we need yeah. Jesus? Right. Or would we realize mm-hmm. that exactly. we need Jesus? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I also like how you said, you know, the difference. You didn't talk about it a lot, but you said there's friends and there's friendly. Mm-hmm. Maybe not everyone is our close friend, but I don't know if there's a principle in there that says this, but we should be friendly absolutely. to everyone. Yes, absolutely. You know, even absolutely. doesn't mean they're our close our absolutely. friend. Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. if you yeah. think about all of us are created in the image of, in the image of God. Right. We're image bearers, mm-hmm. and so the fact that we are image bearers, we're deserving of respect and gentleness and greetings. So absolutely, right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And then, like you said, that comes with being an image bearer mm-hmm. of Christ, mm-hmm. who is wisdom. Yes. And so, the more wise we become, you know, the more easy. Or I said more easy for all of our listeners. <laughs> I do talk better than that. The easier it becomes. Oh my gosh, the easier it becomes for us to just be friendly because we're confident in who we're called to be. And so then I can be friendly 
to anybody that I meet, and I can show them Jesus in that. That's right. Wow. Wow, Karen. Well, thank you so much. I just love our quality of Bible teaching here at Proverbs 31. Karen, you just bring words to life, and I love love that. I love how simple it was, but I love that with all these teachings, we're able to take steps of practical application and apply it to our current situation, just like we were talking about um, after this teaching. So. One quick thing that I want our listeners to know is that all of us at Proverbs 31 right now, all of us on staff, yes. are going through this study in the first five apps That's currently, right. which Proverbs is really, study. really exciting. There are, I mean, of course, all of us probably open up first five and read it in the morning, but it's rare that we publicly say, like, as a staff, we're doing this together right. and we're committed. And I think there, there is such powerful, um, like, there's such power in that, right. knowing that whenever two or three are gathered, you know, yes. in Scripture, and for us, that's, that's 60 right. plus. Yes. Um, but <laughs> all of us in verse 5, and guys, we want you to join us. Absolutely. And so if you want to dive deeper into unpacking Scripture, just like this in Proverbs, then our free first 5 mobile app is exactly what you need. Melissa, do you want to tell them how they can get it? I do. It's super easy. You take your phone, you go to your app store, and in the search engine search bar whatever type in first five Uh f-i-r-s-t and the number five and it'll come up it's free you can just click it Mm -hmm. to go to upload to your phone and um then yeah every morning wake up and instead of Mm -hmm. pressing instagram or facebook Uh or your email press your first five app and spend your first five minutes in the word of god and learning about the teaching that's going on that day. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're so excited. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. We pray that you were able to take what we heard from Karen and continue to apply it to your own life because we know when you know the truth and live the truth, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.